Hello and welcome back to another episode of It's, it's Risky, Risky Business. Business, a show about taking risks, pursuing your passion, and getting shit done. And this is why we are excited to bring guests on the show who are who are handling their passion, who are pursuing greatness, who are doing the things that they want to do in their life. And we have somebody fantastic here today. A superstar guest. Ashley, welcome to the show. I paid them all to sit. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, welcome. Thank you. Thank it's an you. honor to have you here. I appreciate being here. Because we are we are a show about connections also, mm-hmm. a lot of the guests that we bring, bring in here are people from our own lives that, that we know yeah. or are connected to in, in some way. So Amanda, tell us how you met Ashley and how you're connected to her. Yeah, I knew of Ashley. I don't even know if you know that. I knew oh. of you. No idea. Wow, elusive. Yes, through the industry. Um, and I don't know if you remember, but there was an opening at another studio in town. Yes. They were doing an opening, and you walked in with Kingston, her dog. And I was like, eyes first on Kingston, Maybe as we do. He gets all yeah. the attention. <laughs> and then I was like, who's this, who's this tall glass of water? And it was you. <laughs> and we had a great, no, we actually had a great chat. I went in there, like, not knowing anybody, and, and we knew that we lived in the same building across the street and then we saw each other almost every day at vice, vice city, city. <laughs> looking, another looking local for a coffee sponsor <laughs> which we say is like that che- i always talk about like the cheers of miami like h gab is the cheers of studios mm-hmm. uh vice city is like the cheers of coffee in mm-hmm. miami like you go in there and you cannot not see somebody always i can't get away with wearing my pajamas there anymore I mean, have to be fully I know dressed. you from Vice City. Yeah. I just walked into this room right now. <laughs> it's the best. So, yeah, I just, like, kept seeing you around in there. Um, and then I got her to touch my hair last week. And we got to talking. And it was just total alignment in terms of, like, passion and mental health and, like, everything that we talk about. I'm like, this is a no-brainer. We it's gotta always get this so interesting here. to see how certain people are, you're, like, attracted to a certain person. Totally. Like, it was always, I mean, we never had more of a, more than a two minute conversation mm-hmm. waiting for our coffee. I would see your son. We would, you would see my son, Kingston. Yeah, and, Kingston and Shiloh were like the two common denominators. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we would like, you know, keep on going. But it was always like, oh, I know her, but I didn't really know you. Yeah. Like, it, I felt like you were my friend, but you weren't actually yeah. my friend. Yeah. And then when you sit in my chair and we start talking, I was like, huh. Oh, mm-hmm. That's why. That's the vibe. And it's that's like, it's definitely an energy thing. Yeah. Like, that has a lot I feel like that has a lot to do with actually why I'm here yeah like the whole like entrepreneurship and like meeting people and having like minds and being able to like grow it's you almost attract like what you are yeah there's so many different lanes there's so many different like just avenues yeah yeah and you're really touching about touching on uh, you know attracting the type of people that you are becoming yourself a lot of times when mm-hmm. when we make some some real changes for ourselves when we pursue our passion whether it be in work or in our personal lives we end up meeting people that are either have done it or are doing it yeah which i think is super super interesting so this is a perfect segue because we like to have people on the show that are entrepreneurs that are that are pursuing their passion and that are going after a, a creative passion more than anything and have then like build a team or build a company or have their own offices, studios, whatever it may be. So what I think is also interesting is that 
you and I worked on a, a job together mm -hmm. and I noticed that you had a team as well. So tell me, tell me about that, but also just tell me about how you even got to the point because I, I know that when creatives are doing something, a lot of times it's hard for them to think of working with others. It takes and, years to mm -hmm. get to that. Yeah, yeah. So, so tell me, I mean, let's, let's go as far back as what, what prompted you to get into uh, hairstyling and then how that whole journey unfolded. Got it. So I've been doing hair actually for a very long time. Um, I started actually in high school. I went, I started, be, um, I was a receptionist at a hair salon. And from there, I kind of like looked around. I was like, huh. I kind of always was into it. I was very creative. My brother is actually an artist uh, of like fine arts. Mm -hmm. So for me, I never touched arts. I was like, yo, he can make hands and draw feet and do mm -hmm. things. That's not me. So I realized, okay, I like hair. Let's go to hair. Started doing that, realized the salon life wasn't particularly for me because I, I'm more of a creative. I needed more of a free thinking area. So I started getting into print work. I started doing a lot of um, a trade for pictures when we're when you're first starting. Mm -hmm. And then little by little, I started creating my like nucleus of in Miami where we have no union, your little like network. And then I landed a gig on, can I say yeah. channels Go on Telemundo? Mm -hmm. And I was on that show, which was a uh, what was it? Every Monday through Friday, it was actually called Suelta la Sopa. Mm -hmm. I was actually about to get off. Suelta la Sopa. Suelta la Sopa. <laughs> <laughs> like for, for our non drop the soup. For, yeah, yeah, like <laughs> like for non Spanish speaking audience yeah. members, it's let go of the soup. Yeah. So it was definitely like super in non alignment with me because I'm very much a more of a positive thinker. I don't like talking about people, but it was one of those situations where I was like, this is my only way to be able to like penetrate this industry. I mm -hmm. got referred. I told them that I work for the Pied America. That was the opposite channel and they weren't <laughs> going to check. Yeah. So I got the gig and I milked it for like four years. Wow, In that, I four like, years. yeah, it was, I learned how to deal with humans. I learned how to wow. like not get upset. My patience level went from zero to like 3000. Yeah. I mean, it's there's a lot when it comes to when you're working in that industry and when you're working with those type of people. So like that, I started kind of like refining my way of dealing with artists, dealing with different personalities, dealing with all different things. In turn, bringing in other artists because I was the key hair and I had a key makeup for that show for three years. So when I would leave, I would start asking for like referring people in and like mm -hmm. that i started creating kind of like this yeah. team without meaning to yeah because i genuinely have always enjoyed being able to provide like I, nobody gave me a, a segue in yeah. to be able to get my i had to like fight to mm -hmm. be for them to to understand that i really wanted to be there yeah because i was the young girl i was that gringa because in miami where i was working everybody was hispanic and I'm from here. I'm Cuban, but yeah. I'm the gringa. Mm -hmm. yeah. So little by little, I started creating that, left that show eventually. And then actually the way alignment works, that the day that I gave my my um, two weeks, that same day I had an email asking if I could have a team ready, which I did not have a solid team. But yeah. if I could have a team ready for another show called Pequeño Gigante on a different. Oh, my gosh. And for the entire like contestant department. So wow. I was like, yeah, for sure. I got a whole team. Got the That's team. what's up. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. got on my phone. I didn't sleep for like two weeks. I got everything figured out. I didn't know what I was getting myself into. Oh my God. I dropped down to like 129 pounds because of like, I mean, you don't know what you're doing. It's an entire Go time. production. Yeah. 
So that was kind of like how that developed. And then when I, I finally was able to get that show done and I did it and everybody was really happy. And from there I was referred into like two other shows. I was just like, whoa. Wow. So I created the, the Shans crew, which Shans comes from Ashley's hands uh-huh. on Instagram. <laughs> Nobody would put the space Shans. where it needed to be. That's so they me thought included. my last name was Shans. Shans. I fought I'm it for so a long glad. time. I'm so glad this is being addressed because I was like, am I crazy? Like, no. it's just the way my eyes read it. But that makes me so happy yeah. to know no, that. No, everyone. And I, for the first, I was, what was I? I was 19 years old when I started doing hair. So wow. I was a very angsty teenager, angry and not patient. As I told you, my patience grew a lot. So I'd be arguing with everybody. Do you not see where the hell the space should be? Come on, what the hell? <laughs> and then finally I was like, fuck it. It's my Sasha Fierce. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. And turned it into something. Yeah. So then I kind of just went from there. And that's how I started. Like I, I um, started working with a lot of different teams. Actually, I met 53 Films mm-hmm. in, um, in Pequeño Gigante. Mm. And that was when we started just, and I think I actually got the job from them as well. So yeah. it's really cool. Yeah, just, just for some way. context, I work for a company I'm called 53 Films <laughs> where, where we've, where we've worked together on sets and that's how you end up finding out that the video production community and is, is very, very tiny, yeah. uh, very tiny in Miami. So, but something that jumped out at me and Something that always jumps out at me when we're interviewing entrepreneurs and business owners is mm-hmm. that when a situation comes up where they don't know how the fuck they're going to handle some things, they say yes. Yeah. yeah. They still say yes. Mm-hmm. My right? favorite thing in the like, world you is got, being told to do something that takes five minutes. You got 30 seconds. Go. Ooh, yeah. What? Yeah. All right. So you like, got called that up. That challenge is yeah. so good. You got called up uh, for a team. You were like, you didn't know how you were going to pull together a team. And you said, yes, six years old. Oh my God. I was 26 years old and it was an entire production for, for national television. Oh and I goodness. was like, cool. Yeah. I blacked out and I woke up on sunset <laughs> on <That's> set, awesome. <laughs> running around <laughs> with a thousand people around me. And I'm screaming at people on a, a walkie. I never had That's worn like a that. walkie. I had yeah, never, yeah, yeah. nothing like nothing. That nothing. must be like the adrenaline, but like, prolonged adrenaline for like two weeks just to get it in action what's the saying like take the leap and build the wings on the way down yeah right exactly so that's what you were doing and well and then to to your point like a lot of people don't know this but in video production work you're on walkies there's a million people all doing different jobs everybody's running around half mm-hmm. the time and it's like you yeah. you get into that for the first time and you're just like what the hell yeah. is going on here yeah, yeah. super overwhelming. sensory it seems very yeah. very overwhelming and then just like anything because we and this is what i love about us human beings in general and for those of you that know me i love the brain i love neuroscience mm-hmm. and we adapt our brains figure shit out mm-hmm. and now i'm like on set and it's like i've just fucking in the zone i know exactly what i have to do and nothing freaks me out because yeah you know, i've been doing it and you know you just learn and you yeah. you kind of adapt and, and figure out so that's also uh, important for anybody that's pursuing their passion and wants to get into a, a particular creative career any career that is scary you just gotta be, be give in yourself it a second you just like, gotta be in it pause and then give yourself a second to adapt and do mm-hmm. what human beings do you know what your own brain is is has evolved to do is just to adapt to situations and, and settings so yeah 
That's a pro tip. We have pro tip. <laughs> we have ding, pro ding, tip ding, moments. Ding, pro ding, tip. Ding. We we gotta get like a like a triangle, like yes. a ding ding ding, or I like the yeah, triangle. the triangles. Are good ah, one. and it'd be funny if like I just pull it out from the back <laughs> of the chair, like. or megaphone. <laughs> pro tip. <laughs> That's a pro tip moment. Yeah, Allow is. yourself to adapt. Get into something new and don't freak out and quit. Mm-hmm. Just stay in Stick it in if it. you're if you're passionate and and you love it. Mm-hmm. So. I would like to go back because I know that what happens to a lot of creatives when they want to pursue a creative passion, their parents are usually like, what are you doing? You you should be a nurse or That's a, a doctor one. or a lawyer. So tell us about your experience if you're open to sharing 100%. how that whole thing was when you told That's your parents. A, That's a good one. Um, so I grew up being told I was bought a Harvard sweater. Mm-hmm. I remember it. Um, a Harvard sweater at 10 years old. And I was going to be... Talk about pressure. (laughs) Who are you telling? So, and I was, in the eyes of my family, always, you know, like we all say, the black sheep, or she's just a little bit different, or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, fast forward to me, I start college. I graduate high school, I start college. In high school, I was very... I'm a free bird, mm-hmm. very in and out. My teachers literally graduated me because they said, we like you as a person, but we <laughs> need you out. <laughs> like, you just don't show up. Like, yeah. we can't keep, like, liking you. Yeah. Like, you gotta oh go. Yeah. I'm just like, this is so boring. I don't yeah. can't sit here. Can I do something? Yeah. So I go to college. Three weeks in, I'm just like, yo, I'm smart. I know I'm smart, but I can't sit here. I'm in remedial times three math wow. <laughs> because math was just not my thing. And I was the girl that, yeah, 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 I got it. And then you get like a 20%. <laughs> it's just, you know, let me create something for you. Don't ask me like what pie is right now. <laughs> so um, I decided to tell my mom, hey, I want to go to beauty school because I had been working at the salon and whatever. My mom came home for three weeks with statistics the internet had just gotten popping right? oh my gosh statistics of how i wasn't going to make more than twenty eight thousand oh, dollars a year so oh crazy. my gosh that Man. i wasn't gonna make more than 20 that i was gonna be in my hyundai tiburon that i had oh my forever God. my hold dad, on hold on hold on <laughs> I, the hyundai tiburon my was car. pretty cool yeah, when yeah, it came it out was super cool but my, <laughs> that was the point that was as cool as i was gonna okay, say okay, that's good. That's good. i had crashed my my hoopty and yeah. somehow we oh, get, were able to put it down and I, I was able to have a job and stuff. So whatever. But wow. it was it was a whole thing. So then my dad was worse. I was going to be broke forever. Never like I wasn't going. To, it, was, it wasn't going anywhere. When I finished, I told him, hey, I, I mean, we didn't have graduation or anything back mm-hmm. then. The school was like new. I don't know. And he was like, oh, OK, cool. So you're going to start going to college now? Like there was not a yeah. congratulations. Um, there wasn't shit. I want to say I started getting tattoos. I don't want to say that. I don't know. Like you know the whole the whole artsy thing. Then yeah, now, yeah. fast forward. Now I'm now I'm an artist. Now this that the third. It's the evolution of understanding differences. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like I feel like the the generation before we had to be so strong in our generation because people didn't see the capabilities that we saw. Yeah. Right. Like they were cool with this and like with being at a baseline that they created. And that was that. And it's mm-hmm. okay. That was that generation. But there was so much more for us to, and I didn't even know, I had no clue yeah. what I was going to be doing. Like I genuinely, I was going to beauty school and in my mind, I thought I was going to open up a salon. 
you wouldn't catch me dead opening up a salon. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just not my thing. But it's just one of those things where it, it the evolution of understanding, I swear, it's just something that's uh-huh. so insane now. It's, I'm the freest person in my family. Yeah. Whereas wow. before it was, you're going to be a slave to the salon. You're going to be working on all the shit times, but I'm doing what I love. Right. I'm not upset while I'm doing what I do. Wow. That's you know? powerful. So it's a, there's a different view, like, whereas, like, you can meet people that you can enjoy spending time with and you guys all have the same likes. Mm-hmm. You can be on set all together and be having the time of your life doing, making money, being with your friends, doing what you're doing and creating, yeah. mm-hmm. feeding every part of what your nucleus needs. Whereas before it was, let me finish this and go home. And now I'm upset that I've been here. I'm ruining this. Yeah. Everything just sucks. Mm-hmm. You know, like that, it was, it was something that it's like, why do you deserve to be happy all the time? Mm. yeah and i feel like people people who end up in jobs that are safe pursuing them because of money or benefits or whatever it is Mm -hmm. they get to a point where they're just kind of flying right under the radar just doing the minimum of what they can do so that they don't get noticed for not doing enough and Mm -hmm. they're not doing so little that they get noticed you know and ultimately get fired or, or whatever it is and I think that that's what I love about people that pursue a passion and they evolve through that passion. Mm-hmm. And going back to what you said when you told your parents, my my dad, when I told him I wanted to pursue video production, he's like, well, how are you going to make any money doing that? Oh, yeah. And <laughs> at, at the height of, of my video production business, I was making more money than both of my parents combined. Combined, yeah. Combined. Yeah. And, and then, of course, the evolution is then... Over the years, my dad is now like, oh, my God, let me my see your son, videos. My wow. son is a videographer. You know? And then now he's like, he's got a drone and he's into flying Same, the damn yeah. drone. So it's like, you know, and the, you know, and the thing is, and the thing <laughs> is, so powerful. it's like you said, they don't know any better. Yeah, you know, like they, they don't. don't know any better. And that was so much fear back then, right? Yeah, like the pivot of, of understanding mm-hmm. the brain. You yeah. know, like you can't expect someone to understand something they've never gone through. Right. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. that. The, the thought of having that uncertainty of you may not have a job next week, that would kill my mom. As a parent, yeah. That would destroy my, my dad. But I know for a fact from years of doing this that there will be another job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if there's not, there's not supposed to be. Yeah, exactly. And you're going to make it. You're going to make it no matter how it happens because you're putting it out there. You've that's been, right. You know, like, yeah. it's just something that's, I've felt that I'm meeting entrepreneurs and, and people in the creative industry, we all have that extra pocket. Mm. That it's just like, we get stressed the hell out. We start yeah. doing the numbers 38 times and oh my God, oh my God, oh my yeah. God, what's happening? And then, mm, all right, no, we're good. Yeah. We're going to be fine. Yeah. Just kidding. It makes it so dynamic. We'll have a drink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so dynamic, like the the thinking and, and the riding the waves of everything. Yeah. But that's why it's so important that we share the journey with other entrepreneurs. And we always talk about that. Like, being able to be with other people so you don't feel like you're on an island, like, floundering. Yeah, it's crazy that that there's sometimes you feel like you're the only. It's like, fuck, I'm, I'm, I'm here. I'm For sure, I'm the like, only I'm one. literally the only person that's this unorganized. Yeah. And then I look over and I talk to someone. I'm like, yo, you dying too? Yeah. yeah. Oh, God, I'm not alone. <laughs> Do better next year. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot to carry. Yeah. Yeah. And that's always what happens, though. We we get into a mode where we're afraid of when the next job's going to come. And then when we're just starting out in the entrepreneurial journey of just kind of like being your own boss and pursuing your own projects and getting your own money, you just start to learn and realize that it's going to come. Yeah. You just have to trust that you are putting your best self forward. Yeah. And if you're really doing that, 
then the money shows up. Yeah. You know, the money shows yeah. up. You got to get organized, though. Mm-hmm. You got to get organized. But definitely the money shows up. Always. The projects keep coming. You widen out your, your network. And I mm-hmm. always said this about myself. Like, I, I, I wasn't the best videographer. I'm not the best video- videographer. I'm pretty good. But I'm good with people. Yes, and I and I know that that's so a big important. strength of mine, yeah. and ultimately that's that's what anybody who is an entrepreneur needs to understand. Like, you need to check your ego first mm-hmm. of all because you could be a badass at what you do, but if nobody likes working with you, they're not going to keep hiring you. Yeah. So yeah. it's a little, you know, you really have to learn how to play the field and work with others because it's a creative process. All the time, I ninety percent of what I do is not hair. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I, yes, I to get myself to where I'm at, I've had to become a badass hairstylist. But when I'm on set, when I'm dealing with an artist, mm-hmm. literally 90% of what I'm doing is looking at them, understanding how they understand, understanding how they are going to portray, like understand what I'm saying to them. Mm-hmm. Because it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Mm-hmm. And that person has to be in front of the camera. They have to be happy about what's going on and their image isn't in their hands. So you have to have a sensitivity to humans when you're dealing with humans. And as creatives and what we do, you're literally dealing with an actual individual. People forget that there's a soul back there. That's why I've been able to be so successful. Yeah. Because it's the human. You learn the human and be good at your job. I mean, obviously the the guts of the you have to be able to get to point A to be point B, give the braid nicely. But you have to also know that some people don't want to hear that they look good other people want to hear that they're beautiful the entire time mm-hmm. it's your job yeah. yeah like at the end of the well, day your so. job is to make somebody like what you did make the director like what you did make the photographer see what the what's important you have to like measure there's so much measuring, measuring. and mm-hmm. it's you have to give a shit about people yeah you have to actually care about an outcome yes that's why i genuinely feel that people that actually make it in entrepreneurs are very selfless people and are very um i don't know i don't know how to say it my, my word count went to like one right now <laughs> <laughs> no but that's but but you're you're right on and also I, something while you were speaking that i thought of that i never really considered is that you know you're you're looking at you're you're with somebody you're like the last point of of human interaction mm-hmm. before they go out and be very vulnerable in front yes. of a camera yes. in front mm-hmm. of a whole set of people that's looking at them so the energy exchange between you and the artist and people that you work with is very very important yeah i literally create like a force, force field, field around my clients like yeah. it is it's so important i've i've fought yeah. with with executive producers and i've been given the yo you're right my bad yeah because i mean yes I, you you know the hustle and bustle of all the crap you forget that the person is a human that mm. the the situation is happening and you need this person to believe whatever they're reading on that prompter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if they're upset because you just told them that they look fat in the dress that they're wearing, <laughs> yeah. that's trivial. Yeah. You need yeah, them yeah, to yeah. speak and sell whatever you're selling. Yeah. So shut up. Yeah. yeah. Like, don't have the conversation in front of the door so that she can hear her okay. name and then accidentally Aww. make up whatever the hell she may think. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah like so painful. the gray area. There's there's so much like of that that mm-hmm. It's it's really why I have my job. <laughs> so yeah. speaking of, first of all, that's so amazing that you have that gift to be able to like receive humans like mm-hmm. that and be able to give so much of you back. I mean, I sat in your chair one time and we connected super and I felt very open to connect. And as I was sitting in her chair, I'm like, man, you must, there's something about, I don't know if this happens to guys in the, in the barbershop, but 
Um, I think it does actually. Isn't that the whole old thinking thing about a barbershop? You go in there and you just like talk about life, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's something about sitting in that chair that you just feel like, <sighs> and it just feels like a space. And I'm sure you are high level, the recipient of people just coming in there and like spewing their life out. The same thing happens when we go to get our nails done. It's just like, what happens? But we just start yeah. spewing it out. So I'm super interested in, we kind of talked about it in person the other day, but like, how do you manage receiving all that energy? How do you balance it? Like, have you had to go on a journey of like regulating yourself mentally um, to be able to like kind of balance all of that? So for a very long time, I didn't Mm -hmm. because I didn't know. I didn't know that I needed to. I didn't know that it was something that that was a layer, an actual real layer that I needed to address. Mm -hmm. I started so young that it was just like, and I didn't come from money. It was 2008 when it was crashing when I decided that I was going to go out into the world and be an entrepreneur. (laughs) Welcome to my life of (laughs) making bad decisions at the wrong time (laughs) and figuring it out. Mm -hmm. But it's more of, I realized that first it was compartmentalizing, like being able to go home and turn off. And I was able to do that for a little while because I was working that show that ended and I would do clients and then be done. Then I started more, more started getting on my plate and more started getting on my plate. And I realized actually what's funny is that I've been doing this for, what is it, 13 years almost now, 12 years. And a year ago I found yoga which finally aligns all three of us because yes. we all go to the same studio. Mm-hmm. Amanda just came yesterday. Yesterday. <laughs> First timer. Yes. But it was, <laughs> I love it. Can we have another local this, sponsor? Yeah. Winwood yeah. Yoga. I mean, we have, Winwood yes. Yoga. Winwood Yoga. <laughs> but um, it was something that I realized that I needed and I don't know how I went all of this time without having. Like I realized how off kilter I actually was because I never gave myself enough time. I never, it wasn't something that I did. And now that I have that, I'm a much healthier person. I gave it all to my creativity. I gave it all to my job. I gave it all to my career until last year. And you start giving it to yourself. And now the balance has proven to make me much better at my career. Wow. And now the health part of it, I'm the healthiest I've ever been. I'm the most fit I've ever been. And it's, it's just, it's been again the evolution mm-hmm. yeah. of understanding like you can't just give it all to one thing because the thing that's creating it is you and if you don't give back to yourself you're gonna collapse you can't build a house on on sand, sand. 100%. yeah like it's you you will collapse and i was getting to the point of that and then corona came yeah and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden it was like okay I don't need to be moving at all times, creating and like, like, where's my next paycheck? When's my next like creative outlet going to come from? And I started finding that within myself. I started painting. I started letting myself be more creative for me as opposed to for others, which Mm -hmm. I didn't realize I wasn't doing. Yeah. Because I do hair all the time. Yeah. So it's like, that was it. Oh, I'm, I'm doing it. And it's, it's, you know, this is what I'd love to do, but I'm constantly, like you said, the energy transfer, mm-hmm. it's I'm re- receiving and giving and like receiving your shit, which I'm happy to do, but I, there was no release. Yeah. yeah. And now it's just, it's, it's life changing. Wow. Like incredible. Being able to, the balance is very key. Like yeah. That's one thing that when I talk to people, there's two things that I tell them. Get someone with the most ridiculous amount of hair, curly and kinky and terrible, hard to blow dry. 
blow dry it and be happy with a 50 cent tip (laughs) (laughs) and be happy with your life and go on and be just happy that the person is happy and has a good and you may get a referral from that and Mm -hmm. figure out how to balance your life yeah and so my question is because i'm sure that anybody who's an entrepreneur and is in it who is like every second of the day focus on their work and how to develop their business and their company when you started to put more time towards the yoga towards towards the the, the personal work mm-hmm. did that mean you had less time to build your business you your became brand more organized with your business mm-hmm. it didn't absorb 24 hours a day you needed at least four to be able to give yourself that yoga and take a shower yeah you know what i mean <laughs> so at least those four hours so now you where you had all day now yo i gotta finish this before this time because i want to make it here yeah. and you finish it so yeah. now you finish it how yeah. did before it took me 28 hours <laughs> but now i'm finishing it in 12. Mm-hmm. all right I, yeah and you're I making was, time for yourself now too which it's is you, so important so important man. so so important. and something that you said about developing other creative aspects Mm -hmm. of yourself, which is I'm a huge advocate for because I was in my business 24 hours a day, seven days (laughs) a week before the pandemic. And actually before the pandemic, I was already feeling burnout. I was like, just, I can't handle this anymore. And I was using all the coping mechanisms, the whole thing. (laughs) That little monster that starts tickling Mm, you in the neck, like, sure, just stay in bed, just stay in bed. (laughs) (laughs) Everything, everything that you can imagine. And then I rediscovered poetry. So I used to write poetry, uh, spoken word, and that is a creative side of me that had died mm-hmm. because I was I was developing the creative side of me that was making money. Mm-hmm. And what I found to be so interesting is that as soon as I started to develop that creative side of me that was just for me, it just changed my world. Mm-hmm. It really changed my world. I, I became just... I, I just was able to handle all of the stresses and the difficulties of it work better. Like, yeah, and I was just doing an extra creative activity. You would think it's like, <laughs> I don't have time to do this. Like, I can't be more creative. And it's like, this was for me, and it wasn't for money. And ultimately, it really, really, really helped me. And it feeds the money part. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, you being creative, I'm sure, uh, with the poetry and the writing and developing all of that feeds your film, feeds mm-hmm. the videography, because you're, you're, it's like a, it's all the big cauldron of crap that we <laughs> need to keep cooking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's good stuff. We're yeah. in total alignment. It's crazy. We're, I feel like we all have very similar journeys, yeah. though we do different things, but in a similar industry, I feel like our paths have been very similar, which tells me that I think this is the journey of many creative entrepreneurs. And we talk about it all the time. Sadly, not that many people share their journey. So we do tend to feel like we're on the island, which is exactly what we are um, trying to break through is just allowing people to have the space to share their story, to hear other stories yeah. and know that like, you just got to keep going yeah, and find the most balance in everything that you're doing. hundred percent. Yeah. And so I want to, I want to get into creating a team or working with others because I know that for creatives, it's difficult for them to release some creative control, Yes. right? Whenever we're doing That's our fine. creative passion, we have trouble working with others because we're like, this is the way it needs to be. I'm the best at doing it. And sometimes it's difficult to let go of that. Very. Um, so that was actually something very difficult for me. Very difficult for my micromanaging self. So for that first show, the reason why I became so skinny and I like got super sick was because I was so over, I was, I was a newbie. So I was being over the top on everything. I would, they weren't, (laughs) I wouldn't send them their call times. 
like from production. They would send it to me and I would send them their own call times because I was having them come an hour early. Oh. So that I would run the all of, because backstory, the show was Pequeño Gigante, which is kind of like an America's Got Talent for mm -hmm. kids between the ages of 6 and 11. Mm -hmm. 6 and 11 years old. So it was very difficult. There was dancing involved. There was throwing involved, like children being all kinds of crap. So the hair had to, it was very like era- there was different things that I needed them to look like, but it also couldn't fall apart on stage. Right. There was no there was no um, room for error. So I would have everybody show up early, do it. I would do the, uh, uh, um, uh, what is it called? What, like before they... Like before I would do it on, I, no, I would do it on someone. I trial. would do the hair, a trial, trial a trial run on my makeup, my key makeup artist. Everybody knew exactly how to do every single, <laughs> wow. every single hairstyle, and then we would go on. So... The, when I realized that that wasn't very sustainable right. after the first time, it was more of like, okay, make sure that your team is as strong as you need them to be. And at the end mm -hmm. of the day, throw your hands up and you got to do what you got to do. And you trust them. You have you to trust at, them. You literally have to. I did it the other way and you, you literally make, can make yourself crazy. Yeah. Literally make yourself insane. You have to just trust that what's going to happen is going to happen. And you prep everybody as much as you can and cross your T's and dot your I's and yeah. Take and there's the a reason, there's like a reason why you pick those people, right? And mm -hmm. so you also have to trust yourself. Yes. Like not just trust them, but trust the fact like there's a reason why I picked these people to be. And you also team. have to give people a chance. You have to give people a chance. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They're not going to do their best job if they know that you're coming in to fix it. Yeah. 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 Like, and that's also something that you learn little by little because if they know Ashley's going to come in here and make sure that this is good, so it's fine. Yeah. They're not going to, they're not going to. Yeah go above and beyond and i i spoiled a lot of people in that way yeah. at the yeah. beginning of my career so. and this is really the art of developing people and developing teams mm -hmm. and this is something that i've become super super intrigued and passionate about because when i started developing post-production team for my video production company at first it was the same thing i was like man i i, I gotta go in and fix this like mm -hmm. but why would i want to spend time training or hiring somebody that then i have to go in and do the work the whole point is to build a team so that you can focus on really developing and leveling up the company or developing yourself further in another area of the yeah. business instead of just like going in and cleaning up somebody else's uh little mess that wasn't that much of a mess but only just because you're super methodical about your stuff and i think that for me it was like the oh shit moment was when i had an editor i trained the shit out of her mm -hmm. she was really close mm -hmm. uh i saw the edit i was like ah, I, I, well i want to change like four things but i was like i didn't tell her and i was like you know what i think it's great you did a fantastic job send it so she sent it to the client and then I was like, man, the client's going to hate this. They're going to ask for revisions. And the client, like in capital letters, like bold, like, Emojis. I love it. Oh, my God, it's amazing. Thank you so much. And I'm like, nothing happened. control. Like, so she <laughs> sent it, and I'm like, wow. So then it got to the point in my business, I had a, a wedding video company that I started to do have weddings where I never touched. I sent out a team to shoot it. I had a team edit it and they sent it and the client loved it. For me, that was like, wow, that's like really the evolution yeah, that is, of, the of becoming an entrepreneur, yeah. like getting into a, something creatively that you love mm -hmm. and then helping to build other people within that space. So amazing. And 100%. then you, you're you just kind of like now building the company. So it, ultimately, that is really the evolution of mm -hmm. being able to release creative control. And that's why I think it's important 
for any entrepreneur in any business to be able to do that. If not, you're just going to stay in it. You're going to be stressing yourself out and you're never going to really enjoy the whole reason you decided yeah, to become an entrepreneur, labor, entrepreneur. Yeah. exactly it kind of so. becomes like stagnant yeah. but i think when you have a team and you can have that flow it's like this exchange of energy and how amazing is it when you have people on your team and they teach you something that you hadn't thought about yeah mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. they they have it like they're younger they have a younger idea or they're older and they are more seasoned mm-hmm. in a certain thing and you're like oh my gosh and my I've favorite thing is supplying jobs for people yeah that is yeah. literally something that yeah, i was talking about that I don't know. It just like feeds a different part of me. Like as much as I love to get referred for someone to call me and be like, hey, do you have someone? Mm -hmm. Because it's not only are you trusting my referral, but now I can actually send out someone that possibly wouldn't have had this opportunity to begin with. Like reciprocation. It's just it's something that for me has I it ended up like filling me in a way that I didn't know even Mm -hmm. it was something I always liked teaching. And it was it kind of like worked its way into. Yeah. It's really cool. Sten and I always talk about that because he and I met like what, eight years or nine years ago in a co-work and I, we got to know each other just by virtue of like sitting across from each other, like burning the midnight oil Mm -hmm. editing. (laughs) And, um, which is such an old saying. It's got to be <laughs> a know. new one. Like, nah, but nothing works I, better no. than that. What, what did I use recently? Uh, strike while the iron is hot. Yeah, I don't know why one. the hell I you said, said that one time. I was and there I'm when like, you said it and your face, from? you were like, like why did I say that? Hot? <laughs> yeah. But it works. It was yeah. good. So anyway, by virtue of just like sitting in that same space, we got to see each other's work ethic and I brought him on to a job, like literally having never worked with him. I was just like, uh, I need video on this cruise. It was like a six day cruise across the West Indies. And I'm like, he's a good guy. I think he, and, and it was so much for me to pick the team for that ship was very much about energy. Like I need to make sure who's going to be on board with us Yeah, is going to be a team player. is going to be able to really provide like a great experience and we can, it's, it was a lifestyle shoot. Mm-hmm. And you picked a, a great team. And I'm not only saying that because I was on the team, <laughs> but really everybody did vibe. It was great. It was important. amazing. Everybody cried at the end. So, oh. you know, if I, <laughs> yes. we know we vibe well. Actually, we cried at the beginning. I think day <laughs> one we cried. He didn't. He didn't. He was, <laughs> I was, he was just, like, why are you guys crying? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just thankful. This is strange. Um, but then years later, he then has reciprocated not even years later, just like reciprocated work back to me with major clients. So yeah. it's just been like, we're huge proponents of reciprocation and, and team sharing and team building. Yeah. That's that's really the name of it. If mm-hmm. you can't you can't be greedy. Yeah. yeah. There's so much work. There's so much there's so many different opinions and views mm-hmm. and likes and dislikes that there's work for everybody. Yeah. yeah. I just I genuinely 100%. believe in that. No competition. No. No. That's that's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, I think there's no other words, just stupid. Okay. <laughs> there's enough room for everyone. Yeah. So what does the future hold? For you, young Hmm. Ashley. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So um, as of right now, I've been traveling a lot, doing a lot of production. Um, I just finished a show on the West Coast for Food Network. So it was pretty cool. Different, totally different vibe from what I'm used to. Mm -hmm. Being on the road is crazy. So, um, I mean, crazy. (laughs) You were talking about like figuring out what's important and what's not and all of that. That was something that I really had to learn a lot in this last production was insane because um, I was doing uh, styling, wardrobe styling and hair. Wow. So you're on the road, you're looking and there you literally have no, there's no RV, there's no nothing. You're literally have a book bag and you're on the go. Wow. So hair, makeup, it's 115 degrees outside. Oh my gosh. So 
um i think more more traveling with with productions on wherever it takes me and really i'm actually evolving my yoga <laughs> yes. that's actually i'm trying to my goal is to combine a beauty and wellness kind of thing because it. it's a very taboo thing to give a shit about your eyelashes and also want to be a yogi right like, it's mm. something that a lot of people don't align and i don't feel like one should like really hinder the other wow. like this doesn't make me any less deep and vice versa yeah. so i kind of have been playing with that idea playing with like combining something whereas it's more not so much like oh the the yogi can go upstairs and get a blow dry but more of like a center of like you know there's a hair salon looking down on a yoga studio oh, and cool. by alignment you may possibly want to do that yeah. because you're at yeah. a place where normally is very vanity very here very mm -hmm. like not as deep and we're talking about things that are a bit deeper but i'll give you a balayage i'll make you a platinum blonde yeah. If you want. <laughs> yeah that's cool too but let's go do some yoga that's yeah. like let's make the inside pretty too yes that's awesome it's yes. just but it takes time and i have to still do like the teacher training but i just feel like it's a very it's very necessary and people don't know how necessary it is and i've really really realized how because i was somebody that had been doing it without it for mm -hmm. so long yeah it's something that people need to look inside they yeah. have to look inside if they want what you're doing outside to matter or yeah. mean anything that yeah. was such an incredible experience last night yeah. in yoga we did um yin, hot yin yoga yeah candle lit so it was like just already my vibe just <laughs> aesthetically high level um <laughs> i love you Libra, right? Yes, all day. <laughs> like, Total if the Libra. aesthetic is right, then I'm like, I can tune in. So, um, man, it was super powerful. Like the amount of stuff that just happened. Isn't in it my crazy mind? how she says? Yeah, there's like certain things that she says, and you're like, how? Yeah, <laughs> yep. The like, just what happened? And I knew, like, just to go in open, like, and I had told you this was so perfect that we had that conversation because I needed that. Yeah. I just knew my soul needed it, and that's just the beginning. Yeah. So it I'm really excited to see I'm what so else can happen and um, I'm here for it. I'm so excited. Yes. <laughs> Work life. Fantastic. Balance. Yeah. And I love that part of what you're developing for yourself is something in your personal life, which is yoga yeah. that you love. And I think that that is so, so important as as we age and grow older in our life to to develop a side of us. 100%. That is not just work and, and business all the time. Yeah. And you don't realize how much your creativity can can like show in something else. Oh yeah. Like you're I mean, even in yoga, it's not I'm not touching hair. It's but it's movement. You're you're creating texture with your body. There's mm. like, you know what I mean? You're I had to commit so much to make my craft as good as it is now, equally as much you're seeing it in your body. Wow. And you're making yourself healthy. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, I feel so much better now than I did ten years ago when I started when I was nineteen years old. Yeah. Wow. Like that's crazy. Yeah. Absolutely crazy. And what we do is so vigorous on our bodies. Mm -hmm. Like oh, yeah. nobody talks about that. Nobody talks about how a soccer player, when they're off season, all they do is everything therapy for their legs so that they can be optimal at kicking the damn ball. Yeah. yeah. But the rest of us don't ever get a day off. We get off, we go smoke a J and drink <laughs> yeah. because we need to detach from never detaching. And the yeah. only detachment is in, not that there's anything wrong with that, but you have to do something positive for yeah. yourself and like actually positive, yep. not just deem it positive because it's what you want to do. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Like, Got to take care of your body. Yoga, yoga is really, one. really good. 
you know, something, some, some physical. Yeah, it's <laughs> going, going on a walk. walk. As yeah. simple as a walk. Outside, breathing Swim, air. the beach. Swim is nice. Yeah. yeah. So where can people connect with you? Where can they find you? It's at Ashley's Hands or Ashley Shands. Mm-hmm. And there's no <laughs> E in my name, so we don't have to put that somewhere. <laughs> it's it's going to pop in right yeah, below here. Right cause here. Because we have video now. I don't, I don't, we're not so sure what to do with this video yes, now yes. that we're, we're recording this. Yeah. Season two of the podcast has videos. We're learning uh, as we go. Yeah. Because we're fucking entrepreneurs, all right? right. And we're like, we yeah, let's lead. do video. And if we you guys hear me doing this whole thing, <laughs> <laughs> it's because I suck at the microphone. <laughs> we took adapt. the leap and we're building the wings on the way down yes. through this podcast. Love yes, it. yes, 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 yes. Thank yes. you guys for having me. Oh, thank you for being here. Oh, yes. Perfect for, alignment. for dropping uh, just the experience and the knowledge bombs. And to recap, oh, the pro tip is... Oh, Lord. I knew I was going to oh, stump Lord. you. I knew I was going to stump you. It was you. your pro tip, though. <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I know. I'm just, Teacher. I'm, just uh, I'm just messing with you. You can get me edit out, time. Edit out my lull. <laughs> um, um, I don't remember what you said. I said a lot of shit. The pro tip is don't be afraid to um, get into your passion, a creative career, or anything that calls you because you don't know what you're doing. You're afraid of the people. And whatever the environment is going to be, don't be afraid to do it because you're going to adapt. Yeah. Because that's what we do as yeah. human beings. We adapt and we figure shit out. Don't listen to the panic in your head. Oof. The panic is temporary. Everything is temporary in this world, in this life. Yeah. All of it is temporary. You come in, you're scared. You don't know anybody. Tomorrow, you know two people. Yeah. Yes. You know what I mean? That's actually something that I wanted to touch that while I was on this show, this was the first time I've done both things where I was doing styling and hair at the same time. Oh, wow. And actually supporting makeup. So we're on set, on set, meaning I'm at a small pueblo taco shop that has no ac it's 110 degrees and i'm looking at my client and she has a piece of frizz her sock is showing and i don't know like her lipstick is smudged what's more important that's what i have to figure out yeah because in those first four days i was dying because i was like what do i do first yeah i'm used to just fixating on the hair and that's it so now it was like okay what does the I, I had to like totally delete my brain and mm. what is the eye gonna catch on the camera? Wow. What is it, you know? So it's that whole adapting. By day five, I was fine. Yeah. I knew what I needed. I knew on which side of my book bag was what. I was oh out gosh. there. I was a ninja turtle. I did everything and we were out. Like, yeah. but it took those four days for me to like hone it in. Yeah. Figure it out, kid. That's You're awesome. not gonna die. But I was dying for those four days. Yeah. It took me a second, but then I knew in the back of my head I was going to be fine. And now you feel like a fucking badass because you've done it all. Put me on the road. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. We're good. That is awesome. Because we okay. adapt, baby. Yes. That's the pro tip. Adapt. 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 Adaptability. Yes. We're going to call that. That's going to be episode two. Yeah. Adapt. adapt. Here. All right. So that's our show for today. Any closing remarks amanda this was amazing this was amazing i'm super 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 thankful that we connected and just as a way you started the show like there is a reason why we locked eyes at the other studio and and through the coffee shop um and we have to really trust that energy like we have to really really trust when we're connected to people and nurture those relationships 100 so much good gold at the end of the rainbow Mm -hmm. there Thank you guys so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, thank you so much. Like, subscribe. <laughs> and, and what share. else do we do? We don't and even share. Know. 
We don't even know what's going to be YouTube. down here. Is it going to be here? Is it going to be there? Is, is it, it going to be up there? Right up here. <laughs> We're going to do all of them. All of them. Um, so thank you so much, everyone, for listening to mm. this show. And I hope that it inspired you in some way. Because the thing that keeps me up at night is thinking that there are people out there with this talent, with this passion, with this gift inside of them, and they're not pursuing it in any way because they're afraid, because their parents are telling them that it's not going to make them any money, because their friends are talking shit about whatever it is that they want to do. And this is why it's important for you to just believe in yourself and believe in what is possible. And my advice to anyone that wants to pursue some creative passion, don't ask people that are like in nine to fives and hate their jobs because they're not going to have any good advice for you at all. Ask some people that you probably don't know, but see are doing it are like actually building their own business, pursuing their dream or have seen some successes. Message them. You would not believe how much people are happy to share their story with you that are successfully pursuing their passion. They're not going to see you as competition. They're not going to be threatened by you They're They want to help you. They want to share their story. So I encourage you, we all encourage you to pursue your passion and and to not be afraid to to take life and and just make it fucking awesome for yourself. That's right. Love that. Make it fucking awesome. Peace. <laughs> Woo!